It's time. It's time. It's time. Time to wake up. DJ in Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. And Charlemagne the God. After the Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch the Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Angela Yee's out. What up, Charlemagne? Peace to oh yeah, peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. No, today's not Tuesday. God damn it! Hold on, start over. What's wrong with you, man? Start to hold that damn thing over. I was up late last night watching Bobby Brown. Start it over. It's Tuesday. And Monday was a holiday. Go. Kids are back to school and everything. Here we go. Angela Yee's on vacation. Charlemagne was popping. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. Yes, it's Wednesday. It's Hump Day. Yes, kids are back to school today. Today, kids got to go. Everybody got back to school. Actually, my kids went back to school yesterday, but I know in New York City on the East Coast, kids are back today. Yeah, my oldest daughter goes back today. So parental paranoia sets in. You know, all the anxiety of your, your your child being back in school. Yeah. Sets in immediately, you know. But, you know, we all prayed up, so we good over here. Yeah, me too. Now, um, Bobby Brown movie last night, what did you think? Um, I enjoyed it. I mean, I read the book every little step a couple years ago. So, mm -hmm. you know, books are always better, but I did enjoy it. And I'm mad because today is also National Be Late for Something Day. Uh-huh. So being that I went to sleep at 1130 last night, a little bit after 1130, because I was still on the high of, uh, you know, Bobby Brown. Mm -hmm. I could have I could have been late this morning. What you think of the movie? I just told you I enjoyed it. I, I read the book, but okay. you know the book is, is is better. But I enjoyed it. I didn't like the part where they they, they cut the scene uh, where they threw Janet Jackson out of the hotel room naked, though. You didn't like that? No, I didn't oh, like the you fact that they cut the scene. Did you, oh, so you didn't see the version? What you mean? Oh, I showed you. They, oh, they, you I, yeah, I got the version right there where they throw Janet out the out the room naked. And she's outside the hotel room. And then, and then he throws her the blanket. Then he throws her the blanket. Oh, let's post that on the gram then. I didn't know he had that. Get well, that to Taylor. All right, here, post Taylor. Post that on the gram. Here, Taylor. That's what y'all get, BET, for sending out, uh, you know, uh, uh, versions. Well, don't beforehand. say that yet. Let's, 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 let's record it first. Bobby, let's record Bobby first. actually tweeted me last night and said that uh, they cut it last minute. I mean, it made sense because right after it, they said honoring Janet Jackson. I so was like, what? that's kind of... So cool. what? I didn't awkward. No, I'm going to tell you why I say so what on that. Right. Uh, it's a movie about people that really existed. Mm -hmm. And if Bobby Brown is telling his story and that's part of his story, they should show that. They don't have no problem showing Whitney Houston, good, bad, or ugly. 
So what's the difference between Whitney Houston and Janet Jackson? Because she's alive? And she's here to have her lawyers call and say, look, don't put that in there? If that happened in Bobby's life, then that happened. I've seen some people getting at Bobby saying Bobby shouldn't be uh, telling his story, kissing and telling, they were saying. Oh, shut up. People do. Everybody kisses and tells. That's his story. You know what I mean? And and, and I, actually, in the book, I like the way it played out in the book. Because in the book, Janet says to him, I cannot bring a, a black man home. My dad wouldn't appreciate that. And so, no, Bobby grabbed it and threw her yeah, look, yeah, it's the point right here. See, Bobby grabs her. Goes out in the hallway. Goes out in the hallway. And then he says to himself, damn, that's Janet Jackson. So then he tosses her a blanket. Yeah. Because he don't want her to be out there naked in the hallway. Correct. Hey, man, I don't know why y'all want to be rock stars and y'all can be Bobby Brown. Drop on the clues bombs for Bobby Brown. God damn it. Bobby looked alike. You hear me? All right. Well, Bobby's book is amazing. I'm not going to front. I mean, my only concern with Bobby Brown's book was the fact that it was going to be on BET, and I feel like it couldn't be as raw Mm -hmm. as it could have been, and I'm still... Feeling that way, but overall, it was good last night. I enjoyed it. Okay, all right. When we come back, we got front page news. We got to tell you about Jeffrey Owens. You know, he used to work on the Cosby Show as an actor, and he was taking. They took some pics of him at Trader Joe's. Well, it looks like he might have a new job. Trying to play that man, Mm -hmm. like if God don't have a plan for all his all his children. And Nike, I'll tell you how that stock is doing. We'll talk about it when we come back. Keep it locked. Hey, wait a minute now, Bobby Brown gonna be here this morning, aka Woody McClain. Oh, Woody McClain will be joining us this morning. That plays Bobby Brown, born in Charleston. South Carolina, raised in Duval, Jacksonville, Florida. He'll be here this morning. I'm going to teach him how to uh, properly fake sniff cocaine. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, int- all right. All right. Well, we'll do that when we come back. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's What's get happening? some front page news. Now, yesterday, we told you about Tropical Storm Gordon, uh, which made landfall near uh, Alabama, Mississippi, and Florida. Well, it looks like it fizzled out. Uh, one death, though. A tree fell on a house and uh, actually killed a little boy. So, Man. one death. So, But that uh, hurricane or that tropical storm is now over. Now, let's talk about Nike. Since everybody's been boycotting Nike, Nike stock fell 3%. Now, it might not seem like a lot, but it actually looks like a $4 billion loss for Nike. Yesterday, after uh, everybody was boycotting because of Colin Kaepernick's endorsement deal, I, I read an article on the Bloomberg report that said Nike received more than forty-three million dollars worth of media media exposure. Well, and, they they did. Said, and they said the vast majority of it was neutral and positive. And Nike says it only cares about the influencers and uh, tastemakers because they said they know that the the customers they lose will only be short term. But they're not the kind of customers that really drive their business anyway. That's dope. That's the, that's dope to the fact that Nike's standing up. Of course, yeah. Donald Trump says it's a terrible message with the Colin Kaepernick partnership. What's the message? That you stand by somebody who actually stood up for other people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's, the, what's so terrible about that message? The National Police Organization said they are boycotting Nike. They have 241,000 enforcement officers. Okay, y'all don't wear Nikes on the beat, no way. Y'all wear goddamn Gore-Tex. Mm-hmm. All right, high-tech boots. Mm-hmm. All right, lugs, black lugs, Birdman style. Knock it off. And also, uh, Cosby Show star Jeffrey Owens, it looks like uh, he was devastated at first over the Trader Joe's picks. He was on Good Morning America yesterday, and he spoke about it. I mean, I was I was really devastated, yeah. but uh, the, the period of devastation was so short because the responses, my wife and I started to read these responses from like literally all over the world mm-hmm. uh, of support, and, and fortunately the shame part didn't last very long. 
I respect them, and I respect them so much because there's so many people out there that feel like they have to do something for a look. And that man said, you know what? Times is hard. I got to go work. And ain't nothing wrong with that, man. I respect that 150,000%. Well, that's, that's, that's the part of the process that nobody sees, right? Everybody always sees the end result. And usually in this area, the end result revolves around you looking all shiny and glossy or it has some celebrity attached to it. Are you out here fronting like you got so much goddamn money? But then when you see somebody actually in the process of, of working and you Absolutely. Know, earning a living, you look down upon that. What's what's going on in America, man? America's so obsessed with celebrity that when you see somebody working a a, 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 a regular job, I don't want to call it a regular job. It's a job. A job. It's a job. A job. You see somebody working a job, you look down upon them, like, knock it off. Now, we have uh, more audio of him talking. I've been teaching, um, acting, directing for for 30 plus years, but, you know, got to a point where, you know, it, it just it just didn't add up enough, you know, and, and you got to do what you got to do. I, I wanted a job that I could have some flexibility, try to stay in the business. Uh, I didn't advertise that I was at Trader Joe's only, but not that I was ashamed of it, but because I didn't want the entertainment community to kind of decide, well, he's doing that. He's not in, you know, he's not pursuing acting anymore. So what? Listen, y'all, you'd be surprised. 90% of these people you see on TV, here on the radio, they living regular lives just like everybody Absolutely. else. Absolutely. And, and this is a blessing. And, and I'm going to tell him why. I don't know if he's listening, but if he has an acting school or he's an acting coach, who wouldn't you want to learn acting from than somebody that was on the Cosby show for so many damn years? Like, think about it. If my kids wanted to get in acting, I would definitely take them into your course or your class. Oh, I got to see more than I got to see more than just his samples on the Cosby Show. No, he did great on the Cosby he Show. He did do good he on knew, the Cosby Show. He knows show, the business. He's been there for eight years. Yes, he. I, I need, would. I need to see more. I, he's got more things than it. just the Cosby stop, Show. Stop. It. I mean, I'm just saying. But he did I, great on the Cosby Show. I wanted show. to learn acting. I don't know if I wanted to learn it from Elvis. If he had a class, you wouldn't go to him for a class. I got to see more than just the Cosby Show. Okay, I love him. He did good on the Cosby Show. Yeah, but that was early on. I'm sure that he's done much better. I'm sure he's done some dramas and stuff that we don't know about. Tyler Perry offered him a role as well. I was going to say that Tyler Perry said he's shooting, uh, I guess, a new flick on OWN's uh, own network, and he said uh, he needs somebody like him, so hopefully he will start working soon back yeah, in acting. Salute to Jeffrey Owens, man. Live your life, man. Everybody live their life, man. Stop minding people's business. God damn, let people go through their process of life. All right. Like, stop being so obsessed with celebrity in America that you think just because somebody ain't a celebrity or somebody ain't got some type of fame that they not popping. Like, knock it off, man. Leave people the hell alone. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, a bad morning, or maybe you feel blessed. Or maybe you want to talk to us about the Bobby Brown flick last night. Whatever it may be, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. How are you? Good morning, mama. Get it off your chest. Um, I have a question. What's um, up? My husband, when I was trying to save our son's life, he was born at 26 weeks. He was 1 pound 15 ounces. Wow. Damn. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> Thank you. The night of um, that night, trying to, you know, keep him inside, you know, cook some more, I found out that he said, you know, I want to go home and get some rest, but he went and slept with his son's mother. Wow, so instead of being at the hospital, he left you at the hospital and went and cheated on you? Yes. Wow. How long you been with him? Um, Four years. Wow. How'd you catch him? Um, Cell phone. So what you gonna do, ma? You calling up here for some type of advice? You gonna leave him or not? She wants, she wants, her, she wants our advice. Cell phone, cell phone and um, Facebook messages. Are you checking those things, but are you ready to leave? 
Yes. I don't believe you. Uh, Spit out of God. All right, so what's the problem? Be out. Okay, I just want to see, like, you know... um, you ain't going nowhere. I don't I hear mean, no conviction I, I, in your I voice. Mean, people, people do cheat in, in, in relationships, but I mean, if, if it's the but time you know when what? you're at I, your I, lowest, I, I, you're at your lowest, I, you're at the hospital, your son was just born, and he leaves your side for that, that's kind of low, mama. I mean, the man needed somebody to make him feel better, so he Stop went it. to his little side boo. Stop okay, it. that's all. And he came right back, didn't he, I bet. Yeah, but the thing is, I, I'm trying to, you know, as he admits, Admit to doing. That's why I want him to do. Admit to his wrong, but he's not admitting to his wrong. He don't love you if he admit that he cheated. Right. So I'm. I'm showing. Him, I showed him all the messages that he lied to me. Yeah. And he was like, but so that's my thing. You know, well, as you said, when you're, when you're a drug addict, you gotta admit that you're you're drug addict in order to um, go ahead and lie. That yeah, is he true. Has to be honest. He got. He got to be open up. Charlemagne always used to say, deny, 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 deny. But he has to be honest if he wants this to even remotely work. So how old are y'all? I am. Um, I'll be forty six in a few weeks. How old is he? He's he's like 10, 12 years younger than me. Oh, he's thirty. Oh yeah, he's still in this lion stage. Yeah, yeah. ain't no need for him to start telling the truth yet. All right, I'm sorry, mama. So you closer to the grave, so it's like you know. Stop like, it. You know, sorry, you, mama. A lot of things you don't want to you don't want to say. You this know what I mean? Here. You don't want to t- you, you don't want to take those things with you. But him, he still got some time. This guy. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Ivan. Ivan, what's up? Get it off your chest. Hey man, I'm blessed. Uh, I'm going to school. I'm a Mexican, man. Like this, this is crazy, bro. Right, no cursing, brother. No cursing. Let's try this again. Well, why? Why is being a Mexican so crazy? That you? Well, why? I don't get it. What? What, what do you mean? Because I got I got a scholarship, full ride. Um, this happens rarely. I mean, it's, it's crazy, man. It's, it's crazy, crazy that you're a Mexican who got a scholarship. What, what school are you going to? HSU, uh, Humboldt State, up in Arcata, California. I don't, like this, I don't like this negative stereotype of Mexicans you throwing out here this morning that Mexicans don't get scholarships. Hey, it's crazy because I come from a small town. It's crazy because I got a lot of stuff paid for, and I'm blessed, man. It's crazy. I love it. Well, congratulations to you, brother. Hard work pays off, sir. All right, man. Get it off your right. chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it, pick up the mother, mother phone and dial it's your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Jason, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, good morning, Breakfast Club. How y'all doing this morning? What up, Jason? How you, man? sir? Ain't nothing, man. But I just want to call and big y'all up like I love y'all. But mainly, though, like I want to big up Nike, y'all. Big up Nike. Nike, big up. I love what you're doing. I love what you're doing. The culture, I love how they're helping our Kaepernick. Like, Nike, big up to the fullest. Blop, 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 blop. That's all I want to say, breakfast club. Have a blessed day. Angela E, big up yourself. Hurry up and get back. Angela E, not here. Angela E in Africa yeah, trying to get closer nah, to her black know, side. I know, just I said, she need to hurry up and come back. But big up for yourself. Shala me and big up, brother. Straight. Yeah, man. Big up everybody. You see me? See me? No, Tim Seema, who got on, the keys stuff. to the Bima? You know what? Who am I? You know them gals, them shaga. You know what? Salem. Hey. What's up, mama? Get it off your chest. What's up, boo? You you starting to get Trav access nowadays, huh? You got the Trav number? You always get through. Yeah, just to talk to you guys. Your family. I love y'all. I love you too. You boo. love Charlemagne. That's all y'all. I seen your little tweet. I love Charlemagne. I seen your little tweet. Hey, I mean, if you love too, but can I get off my chest? Go ahead, mama. Um, she just cut I me off. I went to this McDonald's this morning, which I usually don't, but this morning I got a little attitude from the manager called Enola, Benola, whatever her name was. And she gave me attitude because I asked for my receipt. So you know what I did? What you do? 
Charlemagne. I gave her a copy, or I gave her a receipt. I mean, a little sticky note that said, get your book. Uh, I gave a recommendation. He told her, you need to get your book because you need a legal job. You do not need to be working where you need to work at. So she <laughs> got the... She, she does not need to be working there. So I said, you need to get the book Black Privilege Opportunity because <clears throat> to those who create it. And she's like, yes, yeah, but it don't matter. She she, she just does not need to be working there. My thing is, if you don't like where you're working at, quit. Like, it's simple. But she, she just... Let me ask you a question, Salem. What was you going to do with that McDonald's receipt? I'm just curious. Save it for taxes. I mean, it's... Okay, so... Business lunch? You know how, like, certain time, like, 2 a.m., they don't accept debit cards, so the system, quote-unquote, is down. So... They was just like the receipt doesn't come. You can't get a receipt with it. So I don't know if they're gonna give me the right uh, change. But okay. I gotta do the mathematics as soon as I get back to the car. Okay, Sally, mine ain't mad. Well, thank you for calling, Mama. Megan. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Get it off your chest, Megan. I just want to talk about Larry Brown's story. What talk you think? to us, boo. Really, talk to us. I really enjoyed it. I really even like. I was talked about when Dan Jackson said that um, when Larry Brown was like, oh. You don't want me with me because I'm black. Like, that kind of threw me off. That's because you like, didn't read the book. If you, if you read the book, you wouldn't be surprised. That's You're right. Book. I didn't. And that's not my generation either. So I didn't really <laughs> grow up in that time. Whoa. So I don't know about it. Whatever. I grew up in that time oh, and didn't man. know about Bobby and Janet until I read the book. But continue. Go ahead, Mama. But I also liked the part where they talked about Robin because I watched a documentary going to Houston on HBO. And I feel like a lot of people don't know about her. So I like how they included that in Oh, Wendy Williams been telling y'all about Whitney's lesbian lover, Robin. For yeah, the allegedly longest. that was Whitney's uh, lesbian lover. I know she has, but no one believes it. Yeah, they should have. They, they should. They could have played that up in the movie a little bit more, especially when Bobby threw the food on the floor. Robin should have said, "I've been, right. I, I've been, I've been eating in this house for years." <laughs> you stupid. <All> man. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Megan. No problem. Alrighty. That's another problem I have with the movie, too, What's though. That? If you're going to show all Whitney's secrets, her mm-hmm. lesbian lover and her being on coke, right. why can't you show Janet getting thrown out of the hotel room naked? That's all you wanted to see. I just showed it to you. I, my thing is, if you pay, to, pay respect to all the legends equally across the board. That's all. But all you right. can't. You know why you can't? Why? Because these are people's stories. And guess what? People have flaws and people make mistakes. People ain't these perfect beings that you try to make them out to be. Okay? True. So, like, yo, everybody had some things that they're not proud of. All and right. if Janet was more transparent and more vulnerable with her life, then that wouldn't be a surprise to nobody. Well, well Janet can't, she, she's not going to be able to defend herself. She doesn't speak. No, Whitney's not going to be able to defend herself. <laughs> okay? Janet can still defend herself. Janet don't speak, but she's not going to be able to defend herself. Anyway, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. And don't forget, Woody McClain, that's the guy that played Bobby Brown. He'll be joining us this morning. And we'll take your calls later on about the flick if you've seen the Bobby Brown story. Uh, we'll take your calls in a little bit. All right, now we got rumors on the way. Kanye apologizes. We'll tell you the who when we come back. I have a problem back. with that. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hello? Yes, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Uh, Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy. Angela Yee is actually uh, in Africa trying to, trying to get closer to her black side, but Fuck we got the rumor report coming up with my bitch, DJ Envy. What did you just call me? I'm going to Human Resources. We're talking Kanye West, and he says sorry, and Charlemagne will too. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee. Rumor all right, well, it looks like yesterday Kanye West went on a, an apologizing tweet storm last night. Now, this is because I believe, uh, I guess a snippet of Drake's new song that's coming out uh, came out, and he talks about, I told her don't wear 350s around me. Uh, Drake kind of throws shots at Kanye, and Kanye apologized. Which, which one is the 350s? I know what the 700s look like. 350s, not the desert rats, right? No. 
Mm-mm. I don't know the 350s are then. Those are the low ones I wear. No, so no, no, I got them no, on time. I got bands on today. But uh, so Kanye apologized like crazy. He says, sending good energy and love to Drake and family and crew. I haven't seen the show in person, but the images look incredible online. I understand where the confusion started. Let me start by apologizing for stepping out, stepping on your release date in the first place. We are building a bond and working on music together, including squashing the issues with Cuddy at our office. When I put the dates up, I was a bit ramped up doing 25 tweets a day. My God, you T- can't call me, bro? TMZ happened shortly after. I have to hop on the plane now. We'll type more when I land. I guess you should do public apologies nowadays, I guess. So it's more. If y'all issues are public. Plane taxiing for takeoff. Because we spoke about doing Lift Yourself together, I should have given you the opportunity for us to do this together before I released it. Since we are building as friends and brothers, I should have spoken to Pusha about the Quentin Miller bar. There should have been no songs with my involvement that had any negative energy towards you. I never listened to either diss track that followed, but I did hear quotes from both songs after they were released. I did not have any conversation about your child with Pusha. I don't play with the idea of people's children after I spoke to Wiz a few years earlier. I understand Pusha's issues as a man if someone mentions your fiance, men go mask off. I've done the same myself at times. I love you and I love Pusha and we all have an admiration for each other's craft. This is all Jedi level. Okay. I will be coming to your show within the next seven days to give love and be inspired by the art you have created. Listen, I don't have no problem with somebody apologizing if they feel like they need to apologize. But I was watching uh, I was watching uh, Everyday Struggle episode and I saw academics in Wayno and Nick Cannon debating over Drake smashing Kim K. Is that the uh, alleged rumor that they say Drake is hitting that? I, that was a rumor. I think uh, Drake might have put a, a bar in one of his songs and people just assumed that or something like that. I, I, I would I would advise Drake not to do that. And the reason I would tell Drake not to do that is because that makes him look corny. You know what I'm saying? If you're hinting that you smash Kim, then you are admitting that you are a dirtbag, a slime ball. You smash your man's wife. Maybe it was beforehand he met. Maybe That's what I mean. If you, if you smashed that man's wife and he told Pusha all the dirt that Pusha used against you in a rap battle, then you got what you deserved. Like, that don't make Kanye look bad because you slept with his wife. That makes you and Kim look nuts because you're supposed to be his man. So if you did smash his wife beforehand, you really going to be mad at Kanye because Kanye told Pusha about some things to put in a, a, a diss record after the man smashed your wife? Well, he smashed his wife before they were together. That shouldn't have nothing to do with what happens Kanye now. Kanye and Kim been together for a while. And Kim's been out here dating people a while as well before oh, that, so before thought, they were together. I, I, I think, thought it was more recent. I thought it was no. because they said that he said some line about on, on sickle mode where he went up the block, hit the lights, busted the right. You know, they all live in the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I either. just don't see how you get scripts for admitting you uh, smashed a man's wife. I think it was maybe beforehand. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Kim Kardashian, speaking of Kim, it looks like she's doing some more good now. We all know she got Alice Johnson released from prison. Now she's working on somebody else. All right. She's been speaking with Chris Young, who was sentenced to life in prison for marijuana and cocaine possession after being arrested in 2010. And it looks like she's trying to get him out as well. Oh, you got to aim a little higher. I'm not mad if she get Chris Young out, but, you know, go after somebody like Mumia. Amiya Amu Jamal, if I think I pronounced his name right. Yeah, these are all opportunities. She's, she's uh, trying to get people out, so I mean. I'm not mad at that. I don't, I don't see how you can even find a way to hate on that. And that's exactly why she won't talk bad about Trump, because she's the Trump whisperer. And I keep telling y'all, Donald Trump is a celebrity. So being that he's a celebrity, you need other celebrities to get through to him. Because right. he don't understand political talk from politicians, because he's not a politician. That goes way over his toupee. It does. All right, well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, did you see the Bobby Brown story? You know I did. Don't don't question me about stupid things. What do you think about the Bobby Brown story, the actors and and the way they played everybody and portrayed everybody? I don't know if it's the nostalgia of it, uh, the fact that 
that's our era. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's something that I listen to all the time anyway. I'm a 90s R&B guy. Mm-hmm. I love that whole New Jack era. So I enjoy enjoyed the Bobby Brown movie. I did read the book Every Little Step, and the book is better. But, you know, I don't go into it with the expectation that it's going to be good as the book, especially being that it's on BET. I ain't mad. BET got mad commercials, though. Mad commercials. I be needing those because I be having to pee. <laughs> you old for real. Yeah, right. I be having to pee. I be wanting to leave the room. You know what I'm saying? I be wanting to get me something to drink, give me a little snack. I be needing those commercial breaks. I'll be in bed the whole time just watching. I'll be like, come on. No, I, I started I started uh, in the bedroom. Then mm-hmm. I went downstairs and I was on the in, in one of my rooms for a minute. And then I went back upstairs to the bedroom. Oh, you just watching and, TV and, all and, over, and over the whole. So yeah, all different then, rooms, huh? And then I'm sitting this guy here. and my dumb ass, I'm laying in the bed with my wife when all the infidelity starts. <laughs> That's when you go get a snack. Oh, no, you want something downstairs? Lord, that man. And I'm just, I got to go to the bathroom. You know, you, you be in such awkward position. You just be laying there saying dumb stuff like, niggas don't really cheat like that no more. That was the 90s. <laughs> Black men don't cheat. Black men ain't cheated since the 90s. He did what? <laughs> yeah, acting disgusted. I, oh, oh, I can't believe him. I'm going to the bathroom. Oh. I'll be right back. I'm saying stupid stuff. He get Whitney pregnant and he got this other baby mom pregnant. I'm like... Technically, he got twins. You know what I'm saying? He just got yeah, one. With you. He just got one with one and the other one with, other with the other one. I ain't messing with you. I'm just like, nope. why don't I just shut up? Shut up! Exactly. Why can't I just lay here and be quiet? Why right. is this silence so awkward? All right. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk to Woody McClain, who, who played Bobby Brown in the Bobby Brown story. We'll talk to him. So keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. And we're going to do a Bobby Brown mini mix. Why? Because why not? Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. My guy, Young Bobby Brown, aka Woody McClain. Yo, what's good? Now, first of all, Woody goes South Carolina's own. Well, I yeah. need to know who claims Woody is it South Carolina or Jacksonville? What what, what step you what re, what set you rep fool? That's 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 a tough one. Ooh. Okay, because it's both equally like you know what I mean. I can't shit on one. You was born in Charleston. Though. I was born in Charleston, South Carolina, and then I moved to Jacksonville. At what age? Uh, wait, when did I move? Yep. Elementary. Oh, Elementary yeah, now school. he's East Florida all day. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm, I'm shocked that you stood a chance in life, being born in South Carolina then Yo, moving to Florida. It, it was <laughs> rough. Jacksonville, too. Jacksonville of all places. South Carolina. I didn't, the only thing I didn't like about South Carolina because my parents would give the uh, principal permission to whoop me in school. Yes, I used to have to have, I had I had that happen to me up until high school. You're I, young. They, they I hated do that. that. anymore. No, nah, not no more. I mean, but back when I was in school, I'm not that young. Am I young? Yeah, younger than us. How old oh, are you? true, true, true. He said true. Yeah, don't say that true. No, like, you know. no, 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 no. <laughs> true, don't just true, assume because you see a few grades. <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> I ain't get my answer yet. That's right. <laughs> nah, I was happy I got out of there for that reason, though. So you used to get paddling second yeah. grade, third grade? Oh, my grade. God. My principal used to love it. He was like, yeah, I'm calling your mom. My mom be like, yep, do it. And then he would, he would go ham. Really? Do you remember the principal's name? No, nah, I don't. Got you. It's all blur. Got you. Mm-mm. Now, now, how much cocaine did you have to sniff to prepare for the role of uh, Bobby Brown? <laughs> Goodness gracious! You talking about on on set or in real life? In real life. I mean, oh no, no, no! I never done it in real life. Okay. Yeah. Did you have to, Did you have to learn how to fake it? Because Charlemagne tells us a story of how he had he you know every once in a while he's in those circles and he does fake. So, so Not every it. once in a while. It happened one time. You know? oh, yeah, yeah, you how was that? You just put the line of coke right here and then you just ooh, but you knock it off the table. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you just let a little get on the tip of your nose, and you just go, woo! Oh, that's the ultimate finesse. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all it is. I like it. I respect it. I respect so it. So how did you prepare for this role? Man, uh, this time around, it was it was a different process. Mm-hmm. They brought in, like, a, a whole new, like, coach or whatever mm-hmm. to work with me. Now, how much did you know about Bobby Brown before this? Because you are young, yeah. Woody. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. did you know anything about Bobby Brown, new edition before this? Nah, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I only knew a little bit because they brought me in for the 
during the Whitney Houston movie, Fatima called me and she was like, I need somebody to do the dance for the guy playing my guy, uh, Arlen. Uh, he was the b- real Bobby for that. So okay. they brought me in to right. be his dance level. So then that's when I learned about Bobby because I only knew Real Husbands of Hollywood, Bobby. I, Damn I was it, like, man. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I'm yeah. not mad at that, though, because you're young. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. you don't know none of the music at all. Every little step. Nothing, I, I knew, I heard the music, but I, I didn't put the music with the face, though. Because he looked different from, like, now when he was back in the day, though. I mean, it's a thing called age. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Drug yeah. use has to wear it and wears your body down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's parents, that guy. He's that guy. What your parents used to listen to growing up in the house? My dad's like an earth, wind, and fire type of dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's stay cranking that. So he never got, yeah, you never had the 90s R&B vibe, the new Jack 80s. swing vibe. Never. Like, that's 80s. Late 80s, early Late 90s. 90s. Never, never. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So did you talk to Bobby Brown when you were shooting this? Were y'all in contact with each other and yeah. talking? And how was that, talking to Bobby? It's dope. If you met Bobby, you know he's like, he's like, he comes becomes family. He's like, he became like my uncle. Mm-hmm. So anything I ever wanted to talk to him about, I asked him, he would tell me. Was there anything difficult talking to him about? I never talked to him about Bobby Chrissy. Bobby Chris, I, I I couldn't I couldn't do it because like he's super emotional. So when he's talking, you can feel you can see his tears. Yeah, I heard he cries yeah. a lot. Yeah, he's he's like that guy. So when people ask him certain things, like I, I'd be sitting there and somebody would be like, so blah blah blah. They, they'll just say it like he's not like a real human being. But right. I'm like, yo, this dude has real emotions. You know what I mean? And I I hate to see people cry. So I would just, like, avoid those kind of questions. Yeah, it's interesting, man, because, you know, it's layers to Bobby Brown's life. Did you read the book, Every Little Step? Yeah, yeah. So you realize how how much death happened mm-hmm. in his life back to back to back to back. Yeah, yeah, it was insane. So you would know why he would cry. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. You know, and I, I haven't, I haven't, thank God I haven't lost a lot of people in my mm-hmm. life, you know what I mean? But doing this role, it made me realize how important family is. Because mm-hmm. he can't go back and tell them how he, how he feels now, you know what I mean? But I still have my... My people's here today, so I make sure I call them every day. And mm-hmm. be like, Mama, I love you. Dad, sister, I love y'all. You know what I mean? So I'm super excited that I did this. So you didn't talk to him about Bobby and Chris. Did you talk to him about his mom? You talked to him about his dad? You yeah. talked to him about Whitney? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, TK Carter that played my dad, he was real cool with the family too, so he gave me a lot of insight. What did you learn about Bobby that you didn't know? He ain't know nothing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'm saying after, after, because you did the new edition movie, so you learned a lot of things. Yeah, right. Yeah. But doing the solo movie, what did you learn that you didn't know? It's, it's a moment in there that I didn't know. Do, 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 press the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole Jackson thing. I was like, oh, word? People go crazy for that part. Mm-hmm. I think that she's going to get slandered heavily on social media. You think so? Yes, man. But it's not her fault. Yeah. Uh, it was her father. That's like, and it was a long time ago. Allegedly, her father didn't want her with a black guy, and because she was with a black guy, Bobby got mad. Well, you no, 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 no. She told her father, uh, Bobby was like, I love you, I want to be with you, and she said, my father would hate if I bring a black man home. Right. Yes. Mm. So Bobby threw her out butt naked. It is. And then, I, I think she's going to get, I think, I'm pretty sure she's going to get slandered heavy for that. Why? I don't think so. I, I can't see it. It wasn't her, I mean. Because if you add up everything with the Jacksons, right? Mm. And I love the Jacksons. Right. I'm just saying. If you take Janet, you know what I'm saying? And you take that statement. And then you look at the way Michael Jackson transitioned. Correct. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Michael Jackson right. was born a strong black, black man, man looking right. like Colin Kaepernick. And yeah. then now he he died a white woman. And none of his kids are, none of his kids are black. I'm just saying. I don't know if it's the father's fault or what, but it was some anti-blackness but, going on in that household. That's but tough. Janet dated one of the blackest of all black people, Jermaine Dupree. There it is. Strip club, Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine was an elf. He's not even human. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know not what? even human. Yes, he was. Leave JD alone. You think that you're going to have some backlash from Janet fans for doing that? Who, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- I'm not the real Bobby Brown. Yeah, but you not. You can't be mad at me. You are to this era. 
No, I'm not. Then that's the that's the only part that I don't like. Cause I remember when we did the new edition story, mm-hmm. and I was in the grocery store, and this older older lady kept looking back at me, and I could see out of my periphery. I'm like, dang, she keep looking at me. And then the last time she looked at me, she was like, "You so bad, like you're just bad for the group." And I'm like, she was talking to me like as if <laughs> like I was really red. Bobby Brown, like, and that that kind of hit me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, yo, it was just a, a movie. I'm not really him. My name is Woody. And what she say? Yeah, she said, you just hard-headed, and then walked away. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. So I think you're going to probably get a little backlash from uh, Janet Jackson fans. I don't think so. Now, now, when Bobby cries, right, what do you do when Bobby cries? Like, when you're talking to Bobby and he cries, like, what do you do? Because that can be kind of awkward. Nah, I look away. I try to change the subject. Really? Yeah, yeah. You don't rub his back or nothing? Nah, no, no physical anything. I just look away. <laughs> I get a text message and walk away. Something it's something I, I avoid it. I can't. I just can't see nobody. I can't see nobody like in pain like that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. hard. It's so it hard. makes you feel awkward. Yeah, you know what I mean. Doing this whole project, it made me emotional. You know, yeah. I haven't cried since I was like fourteen years old. Really? But doing this and like feeling what he actually went through with the hair and I had the makeup on, they put me with the teeth in my mouth. Like, I really felt like as if I was They Bobby. put the crooked teeth in your mouth and everything? Like, the yeah, they gave me, like, the, the, the whole, gap. yeah. A lot really? of people be disappointed by that, too. Girls be kind of like, oh, you don't have a gap? Like, ah. I'm like, nah. You're not, you're not nervous to be pigeonholed? Like, it, everybody's just going to look at you as Bobby Brown for the rest of your life? Nah. Like, I like mean, the Tupac character, the dude that played Tupac. Like, I, every time I look at him, I just see Pac, man. That's because he looked like Pac. Oh, yeah. That, that, I, that I don't think head. I look like Bobby. You know what I mean? And I, I don't know. I, I've never been put in a box that I couldn't break out of. Mm. You know what I mean? So. I don't, I don't know. I mean, when we first got casted for it, they was like, who is these d-ers? These d-ers don't look nothing like New Edition. They were right. saying I look like B.O.B. to... Uh, you do look like B.O.B. You do look like B.O.B. I got, I got, yeah, yeah, I got B.O.B. Like to... Like uh, flat earth. <laughs> <laughs> to Kel Mitchell. They was like, they was like, oh, that's the dude from you Good Burger. You look like Kel Mitchell. You know what I mean? You look like him too. But now I look like Bobby Brown. So I'm like, can y'all make up your mind what y'all want me to look like? Yeah. Yeah. All right, we got more with Woody McClain. When we come back, he played Bobby Brown in the Bobby Brown story. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Woody McClain's in the building. He played Bobby Brown in the Bobby Brown story. Charlemagne? Did you spend a lot of time with Bobby uh, personally on and off? off, off yeah, studio? a lot. Because, you know, he cooks, too. So they invited me over for the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Barbecue at the crib? Yeah, yeah. How was that? It was dope. It was real dope. I enjoy his family. They real cool. Did you get eat, eat any of that world-famous uh, cocaine rib sauce? Nah, I never had that. Hold the cocaine. You mean the barbecue sauce, man? You talking <laughs> about the barbecue sauce? No, no, no cocaine and no, no barbecue sauce. What's wrong with you, man? You talking about the flour thing from the book? Oh, the coat. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. The flour, yeah, the chicken. Yeah, yeah, chicken. yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, nah. Yeah. It was none of that. None of that. Did, did, since you never, you never did drugs, right? Nah, no, nah, no. Nah. So you never had a drug overdose? No, no. So where do you, you know, what inspiration, you know, what do you pull from? Because you, you in the first part, scene of the movie, you drug overdose. Yeah. yeah. Um, This coach I was working with, uh, Claire... She's been through like everything, mm-hmm. so she she like really like put me through the course of like what she went through when she was dealing with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of took what she did and kind of put my own thing on it. Right. You never had no drug use in your family, or a close friend, not that I know of. Wow, yeah. that's great coming from South Carolina and Florida. Yeah, no, nah, not that I know of. Everybody just smoke weed. I don't smoke weed, so I only drink. You never smoked weed before. Never smoked weed a day in my life. Really? Yeah. You're not missing nothing. Yeah. Do you have any vices, man? Like a habit. Weed, drugs. Spending too much money. Sex. Women, sex. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. I be chilling. 
I'll be at the crib. Yeah, I'm right. sure women are. I do be chilling. It's all you, Woody. Right Knock now. it off. Bro, I be it's chilling. Listen. This now. Listen, it's all about the craft. It's all about the work. You know what I mean? I don't focus on none of that stuff. You got to so, enjoy life a so, little bit, though. A little bit. A little bit. You ain't getting no extracurricular act, poom poom since nah, being I just Bobby say, Brown? Nah, I, I just tell them, like, yo, I'm focused on my career. And they say, I, I respect that. Nah, I know I know Caribbean women really dig you, man. Oh, word. I know one around here right now that digs you a little bit. Call her in here. Uh, oh, word. Call her in here. Taylor? Michaela! <laughs> Michaela! <laughs> Where's she at? Is she, is she embarrassed? You don't want to come in? Oh, I'm gonna introduce her to you off the air. Now, right, her, now, now who's Michaela? Michaela, Michaela is uh, she works here at at iHeartRadio. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? She can nice Caribbean okay. woman. You know okay. what I'm saying? All right. Maybe a little tall. How tall are you? I'm like six. She about six. You ain't no six. I'm six definitely one. six, bro. Yeah, she's about six one, six, six, six two. One. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. I can Caribbean handle that. woman. All right. You know what I mean? She went to HBCU. She okay. went to HBCU. Well, Where she went to? She went to Howard. Howard. Yeah, I said the same thing. I said the same thing, but you, you give a pass. She's she's a good person. Where she at? She not coming. No. <laughs> she embarrassed said, for whatever nah. reason. I heard you like women that shoot their shot though, so maybe I should tell oh, her I love to it. step to you. I love it. Tell her to shoot. Let me send her a text. You like right you now. like aggressive women, women that will come at you immediately. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. What's the craziest thing a, a, a female has done to get your attention? Hello, <laughs> Michaela. What do you want? Come say hi to Woody. He likes girls that shoot their shot. <laughs> We're live on air, Michaela. We live on air. Come say hi. He he likes. I say hi to him when I came when he came in. Why you don't want to say hi on camera? I'm right outside the. the oh, she's right there. <laughs> see, Michaela, come. What you think, Woody? Come, 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 call her in here. 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 Hey, Michaela, come oh. in here. Do you know come Woody? Here. Come in here. She's coming. She's coming. Come in. I feel like y'all know each other come for come some here. reason. Why you feel like? I that? don't know. I feel like I just that's what my spider sense is telling me. Michaela, you know Woody? Michaela. You, you know doing? Woody? Hey, do you, you know Woody? <laughs> oh, okay, you do now. You didn't know him before this, huh? We were talk we were talking about you and you know the only thing that he said was a little funny was that you went to Howard. That's just the only Weird. thing. It, he went to an HBCU and everything. We both went to terrible schools. Whoa. This is not going to work. This is not, this that's, not, not how, you, that's not how you shoot your shot, Michaela. <laughs> you like women that shoot their shot. That's not how you shoot your shot. If you were shooting your shot with Woody, what would you say? What would you say? First of all, why am I getting interrogated? If you see them at the bar and you you know, want to shoot my shot, you oh, see, oh, tall as you is, don't know how to shoot. It's a <laughs> goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's your type, Woody. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Set it up. Set it up for me. Okay, oh, okay. Set it up. out here, breaking hey. love connections. Okay, all right. We're gonna see how this goes. You know what I mean? Have Nick follow y'all, follow y'all with the camera. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. See how it goes with y'all for a little all first right. date. Say no more. Okay. okay. Well, Woody, we appreciate that. you for joining us. Hey, Michaela, appreciate don't go y'all. too far. Don't you go too far. I do wonder how far off you are from the character Bobby Brown, though. Do you feel like y'all have any similarities, anything in common? Uh, we both can dance. That's it. Yeah, I'm. Bobby's, like, super, like, outspoken and, like, you know what I mean? He's that guy. I'm, like, the guy that like to disappear in the room. Really? I don't like attention. Really? Yeah, I don't. I hate it. I hate it. So why'd you become an actor then? Because I just wanted to make people feel. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, just when I was younger, I remember my mom sitting in front of the TV and she's like, oh, my God, Eddie Murphy. I went to school with him. Like, and just to see my mom's eyes light up like that, I was like, yo, I want that same feeling for people that I go to school with. Got you. You know what I mean? So I always thought that was dope. Michaela, what's his sign? What's Woody's sign? Oh, I'm just testing to see if you really know him or not. What, what's your sign, Woody? Uh, Taurus. Taurus, okay. Yeah. I don't know anything about Taurus. Yeah. I was trying to figure out why you're so reserved and like to disappear in the room. I don't know. I just I don't like the, the spotlight like that. Wow. Yeah. So you probably killed the role of Bobby Brown then. 
Man. Only because, like, when you're the opposite of something, you really can mm. let loose. Yes, yeah, yeah, I can really be outspoken and loud. But in real life, negative. My life is boring. Michaela's life is boring, too. Oh, word. Yeah, y'all can be boring together. Can be boring yeah, together. it is. I you was about to saying? say it. Hey, we can be boring together. I like that. What's what? next What's next after this? Uh, we got Canal Street coming out um, with Ryan Lamar. I think you're not, you're not in it. Oh, shit, I am in that. <laughs> I just thought about that. I didn't know what you were talking about. What are you, yeah, what are you yeah, playing yeah, Canal Street, Charlotte? What, yeah, what did you play? Yeah. I thought that was a documentary or something, though. It's like that. It's, oh, it's, yeah, no, yeah. bugging. Yeah, yeah. I did an interview. I did a... Fa- yeah, 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 okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. All right. That right there. That's going to be in theaters? Yeah, that's in theaters, September 14th. Must not really? be too memorable yeah. if he can't remember his yeah. part in that. Because does yeah. he have a line? Yeah. He can see I do a whole something? scene. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nah, it's dope. It's dope. So September 14th. September 14th. Oh, man, that's hot. I'm yeah. cooking out here. Yeah, hey, hey, my third cooking. movie this year, for real. I did cooking. After Party. I just seen that. That was dope. That comes out September 14th, and okay. then Body comes out November 2nd. There it is. Yep. And you got talking scenes. And Body? Yeah. Yeah, I'm all over Body. I'm a producer on Body, too. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Eminem's the executive producer, but that's okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that. All right. Yeah. All right, shout to Woody McLean for joining us this morning. We look forward to seeing part two tonight. And we're going to take your calls, 800-585-1051. Did you see the Bobby Brown story last night? What did you think? And let's get into this Bobby Brown mini mix. Why not, right? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's go. Let me know your favorite Bobby Brown joint this morning. Morning, everybody. you turn me on. Stop it. I'd like to run my fingers through your head. So come on and stay with me all night. I want to rock with you, baby. All night long. I want to roll with you, lady. Come on. Feeling so strong. All right, all right, all right, all right. I want right, to rock right. with you. got to get to the best part. Go ahead. No sweet love is never stop. Make it sweet love, don't you ever stop. Doesn't it sound awkward? There's two guys in here singing to each other? I was singing by myself. You the one just jumped in here, you know what I'm saying? I started singing I Want to Rock With You, and you jump in on, like, you want to rock with a nigga. Listen, uh, salute to Woody McLean. Drop one of clues bombs for Woody. Okay? That's my guy. Born in Charleston, South Carolina, raised in Duval County. Uh, and... Yes, I, I had no idea. I totally forgot that uh, I'm in that movie, Canal Street, that's well, you coming seen, out. Well, you seen the Bobby Brown story. In. What did you think yes. about the Bobby Brown story? I loved it. Well, what did you love about it? There was things that you oh, loved, things that you um, hate? No, well, see, I read the book every little step. So being that I read the book every little step, I had a different expectation. But I should have known better than to have that expectation because I know it's on BET. So I know BET can't get as raw and as gritty as the book they, was. They were cursing and stuff on BET, which was surprising last night. Yeah, but the book was raw. But I enjoyed it. I'm not, I'm not even... As a matter of fact, go, I think everybody should go out there and get Bobby Brown's book every little step. It's two different forms of telling the story. You know what I mean? Two different ways to tell the story. But I totally enjoyed it. The only thing I had a problem with is the fact that they didn't show him throwing Janet Jackson. Why did you want to see that room. so bad? That's the only thing you wanted because to see. Because that's part of Bobby's story. You know what I'm saying? And, and they and, did and, shoot that scene. I showed Charlemagne the scene this morning. So they did shoot yes. that scene. And in the book, Janet Jackson told Bobby that my daddy would not allow me to bring a black man home. So Bobby threw her out the room. And then Bobby said to himself, Dan, that's Janet Jackson. So he threw her a blanket. So basically, Janet told Bobby, black lives don't matter. And I, so Bobby threw her out the room for it. I thought it was an amazing... I, I love what BET is doing. I thought it was amazing. I can't wait till tonight. I think the actors did an amazing job. I, it, you know, it brought me back to that moment as a kid. See, that's My the kids thing, were too. singing. What? 
it's a lot of nostalgia with us because that's the era we grew up in. And I'm a 90s R&B guy. I'm a right. new Jack guy. I, I Every morning, Uptown Records, uh, Old New Edition, Old Body Brown, that's my that's my era. Right. So I don't know if I just be caught up in the hype. You ain't. I'm not going to ever say that movie was whack, even if I didn't like it, because it just it makes me feel a way. It, get, it gives me a feeling. You understand what I'm saying? Right. The movie gives me a feeling. Right. The, the music, the era. I'm already thinking this fall and winter, I want to holler at my man Torrey, and I want to dress like Bobby Brown all fall. Leather pants, yeah. leather hats, you know what I'm saying? Sheer shirts. Yeah. Right? Yeah, well, well, let's go to the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Hello, did you see the movie? Yeah, man, it was good, man. What you think about it, man? I think it's, uh, I think Bobby was a, a real deal player back in the day, you know what I'm saying? He, uh, but I don't like drugs and everything, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, I'm from Sardis, Mississippi, man. My name is Rashad Burdett. I'm 25 years old. I'm in my way to work right now. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to my baby mama. Not my baby mama, well, my, my wife. Oh, man. You call your wife your baby mama? So, hold on. Do you have a wife and a baby mama? Goodness or gracious. Your wife nah, still. No, nah, she's my, she's my fiance. Yeah, you and, just got, yeah, okay. I see what's going on. She's your baby mama yeah. for the longest, but you just proposed. So, you just transitioning yeah. into calling her your wife. I get it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, she's uh next week. She'll be having another little baby girl. So is it yours? Is it yours? Another little baby girl? Not yeah. my baby girl? Oh, yeah, man. Oh okay. yeah, man. She's mine. My goodness. Sure. All right, brother. Have a blessed day, sir. Hello, who's this? Taylor. Hey, Taylor. Did you see the Bobby Brown story last night? I did. I did. What did um, you think? I loved it. I loved it. Um, what I didn't know is, I know that they said that Whitney Houston had got him started on the drugs, but I didn't know that she went that hard. Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you see when she played the game and locked him out? <laughs> Yeah, that, well, I, was, that was crazy. And by the way, uh, he walked in on Whitney doing cocaine first, okay, the day of the wedding. Right. That's in the book, too. Right. Yeah, I, I got to get the book. Hey, yeah. Woody. Team Taurus in the building. All right, Mama. Hello, who's this? Javier Coleman. Hey, did you see the Bobby Brown story last night? Yes, yes, yes. What do you think? Amazing. I love it. I stayed up. You know, I got to wake up super early for work. Woody did an amazing job. The whole cast did. He Word. sure did. Well, part Thank two comes on tonight at 9 o'clock on BET. I'm looking forward to that. Hello, who's this? This Steve from Detroit. Hey, did you see the Bobby Brown story last night? Of course I did. I love Bobby Brown. What did and you think? I'm loving, I'm loving the actor, and I just think that they put a lot of energy into it, and I'm glad that he was allowed to tell his story because I love Bobby Brown, and, and I like me, and I can't wait to tonight. And that's my thing. If you're alive to tell your story, you got to let me tell my story. You know what I'm saying? You can't edit things out of my story. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. Don't edit me I, throwing I, I Janet Jackson I mean, out, of, out, I mean, out in the hallway. That's the only thing that I've seen that they cut out, but we'll see tonight. But I, I thought it was an amazing, amazing show. I think BET is doing with this original program, and I think it's amazing. I love it. Yeah, and basically Janet told Bobby that black lives don't matter. That's basically what she told Bobby. <laughs> if you read the book, Janet said, my daddy will not allow me to bring a black man home. So she told Bobby Black Lives Don't Matter, so Bobby threw her out the hotel room, okay? Right. Don't tell, don't isn't that like how y'all isn't that like isn't that what y'all want to see when people don't think Black Lives Matter? My <laughs> okay. My goodness. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is being Bobby Brown comes on at 9 p.m. tonight. And Watch I, and, it tonight. And by the way, I, I I'll say this over and over. I don't know why y'all want to be rock stars so bad when you can be Bobby Brown. All you rappers out there saying y'all party like rock stars and do it like rock stars. Why be a rock star when you can be Bobby Brown? All right. Now, when we come back, Joe Budden replies to Eminem. We'll tell you all about it. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. This is America. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Yes, sir. 
Let's get to these rumors. First, let me shout out to my kids. They're on their way to school. Shout out to Maddie. Shout out to Logie. Shout out to Brookie. Shout out to Lundy. Shout out to Jaxie. I said them all, right? One, two, three, four, five. Yes. Good morning to my kids. All right. Now, let's get to these rumors. Let's talk. Eminem. Joe Button. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, now we tell you about Eminem's album that came out a couple of days ago, and he took shots at everybody, and one of those persons was Joe Button. Somebody tell Button before I snap, he better fasten it, or have his body back and zip the closest thing he's had to hit to smacking pictures. I didn't like that bar. I still don't like that bar. And the reason I don't like that bar is because Eminem has a history of uh, writing songs that ab- abuse women, so don't call somebody out for that. Well, for somebody's allegations. Uh, of course, Joe Button's podcast comes out each and every Wednesday. It'll be out in a little bit. But he did respond, and this is a piece of the podcast. Newsflash M. I heard the album. And because I think you don't really know all the members that were in the group, I don't really think you know our history. Let me tell you what Joe Button has thought this entire time. I've been better than you this entire f- decade. Can't say that back then. But in my rapper brain, I'm a content You got to say something. You have not said anything for the better part of a whole decade. You have rhymed a bunch of words. Hmm, let me think about that. Uh, Last decade, absolutely. Joe Button that. gets busy. He I gets nice. That. I think Joe Button is, is lyrically one of the nicest people that I, I've known and I, I've, I've heard. Yeah, I think everybody needs to understand what a decade is. A decade would be from 2008 to 2018. So that's like Relapse. Didn't M, 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 Relapse was kind of M's comeback album. Mm-hmm. So Relapse to now. Yes, Joe has a better body of work for the, for the past decade. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, 100%. I, I think Joe was slept on as a lyricist. He gets busy sometimes. I think a lot of the shenanigans he was doing back then, I think people would miss it for his lyricists. Uh, it's, it's easy to sleep on Joe when you see him in a dope. white tank top screaming at the top of his lungs. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Some of them, your favorite rapper. Some of them shenanigans, uh, yeah, I can, you know. Yeah, I can see why you would, you know, just dismiss him as a rapper. He's you like, know, oh, this guy raps? Sometimes, right? He does get busy. He also said this on his podcast. I live for this type of and all of that rapidy rap lyrical miracle bullshit. Any who want it like that to think they want it with me. Oh, shut up. I don't think you would fare well. I also think it's really corny when retired pop about the what yes, they would have, could have, would have done. <laughs> yes. So, I feel like I'm in control of the rules here, Em. I'm backed now. You're not so much. He says he's backed. What does he mean by that? That maybe means, I thought he meant I'm back, meaning I'm, I'm popping again. But he could mean I'm backed, I guess, Revolts or Spotify. I don't know. And, and, and will always be back, Joe. He's white. Stop it. All right, the man's selling 350,000 records uh, this week off an album that came out <laughs> on Friday. Knock it off, Joe. All I call, right? I call, and, and, and I don't want to hear all that, Joe, if you're not going to rap. Now, do I was I, thinking the same thing. I rap, think, Joe. Exactly. Do I think Joe will body Eminem in 2018? Yes, I do. Okay? And I got a little change you know, to put on that. And by change, I mean 50 cents seriously. All right? I got but, Joe's money. I got Joe's money. Exactly. I'm Joe money that Joe owes us. The $1,000 that Joe owes me and he owes you, we'll put that on we'll Joe battling Joe. them. But I do think Joe will watch him in 2018. But I don't want to hear all that spicy talk if you're not going to rap because that sounds like somebody that's right. about to go in the booth. A- absolutely. If you're not going to go in the booth, stop all that booth. spicy talk. He's I not. told y'all that last He's week. Done. I didn't want to hear Joe reply on a podcast. M is one of the greatest MCs of all time. Right? Right. Joe is a lyricist. Right. One of the greatest MCs of all time call you out. 
I feel like you should have to respond with bars. That's not Russ or who else came at Joe recently. That's not Domingos. Right. That's Eminem. Correct. So I want to hear bars. I don't want to hear no podcast dialogue. That's all I can do. All I can do is get on the radio and podcast and talk back to M. You got the skills to do some bars. All right. Okay. Now, Nicki Minaj, she was on Ellen. and I don't she's... like this segue. Terrible segue. Wait, what? What? what what's that? Oh, you got, I don't like going from Joe to M to Nicki and Travis Scott. I'm tired of Nicki and Travis. Well, too bad. She was on Nicki Minaj was on Ellen, and of course, they talked about Travis Scott. Why do people say things like upset or angry? When someone says how they feel, they're not always upset or angry. Well, what were you feeling? I felt like I wanted to punch him in his face. Okay. <laughs> because he's, because... What, because what are those emotions the then if that's is, not anger? No, no, it's not anger. It's just uh, what's right and what's wrong, what's fair. I don't, I don't know what's right. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what's fair. Because Nicki did the same thing. As in what? Nicki had bundles for her album too. You could buy ticket sales and get the album and other stuff. Like, you could buy tickets to... Like, like, why? Why are we having this conversation? Well, she talks some more on Ellen. Sometimes people think that you're ungrateful, and I'm, like, the most grateful person in the world. I love being grateful and remembering that things could be worse, okay? I started from nothing. I'm one of those people who I get it, but I don't like being bullied, and I don't like being taken advantage of, and sometimes people use scare tactics against you because they know, especially as a black woman, that people will, say, will, will call you angry or bitter Begin. And so now it's almost like we're not allowed to defend ourselves or stand up for ourselves. And that's, I'm not going to have that. I love you, Nikki. I don't want no smoke. All right. When they, when, when, when they come at you like that, you just got to back away. You just got to listen to the keywords. All right. You heard black woman. Yep. You heard angry. Can't defend yourself. That's when you just stand down. All right. Keep doing you, Nikki. Drop on the clues, mom, for Nikki Minaj. Everybody goddamn buy Queen album. All right. Now, Takashi okay. is telling the judge he wants no prison time, please. No, nope. He told uh, the judge, these are the, uh, the, the, the deeds that I'm doing. I'm doing a lot of positivity. He said he donated money to a, a childhood school. He said he handed out money in Dominican Republic. He donated to homeless in Chicago. He donated money to uh, New York City youth programs. And he handed out uh, money in Mexico several times. He says he's doing good for the community, and he wants to make sure he doesn't go back to jail. He did the Make-A-Wish program. He said he really wants to make sure he's out of jail. Nope. You've told people to SMD way more times than you've given out money. Okay? You've given out way more SMD requests than you have <laughs> charity. All right? Okay? That, what if the judge says that to him? The judge says, you know, that's all fine and good. But I got this even longer list of all the times you told somebody to SMD. All right? So I want to give you the opportunity to go to prison to, to tell somebody that so they can jump in your jeans. My goodness. All right? All right. And that is your rumor report. And don't think for one second that the person you told SMD yesterday is not sending that to the judge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. That man is sending that to the judge, right? That man is writing a letter right now saying you're a minister to society and a threat to everyone. Okay? Goodness gracious. Trust me when I tell you. All right. <laughs> Salome! Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? I need Reverend Jasper Williams to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him, please. Who's that? Uh, he's the person who gave the so-called eulogy at Aretha Franklin's funeral. Okay. All mm -hmm. right. We'll get to that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey shit. It's time for donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey today? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. At the breakfast club, bitches. You're a donkey.
Yeah, it's Donkey of the Day for Wednesday, September 5th, goes to Reverend Jasper Williams Jr. Now, if you don't know who that is, he is the pastor who gave the eulogy at the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin's funeral. Now, I was reading in the New York Post yesterday that Aretha Franklin's family was disgusted by the Reverend's eulogy, and in their words, they found it offensive and distasteful. Now, I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch Aretha's funeral. Nope. I simply, did, I simply didn't have 360 minutes to commit to such a task. Okay, that's just not how I wanted to spend my day. So I only caught the clips online. Uh, I saw Michael Eric Dyson. I saw Reverend Al Sharpton. I was waiting for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan to speak. I never saw that, but he was on stage. And I saw some man inappropriately touching Ariana Grande. So I thought everyone was giving a eulogy. But apparently... Reverend Jasper Williams Jr. was giving the official eulogy, and let's just say I totally understand why the family was pissed off. Uh, before we listen to some highlights from Reverend Jasper Williams Jr.'s eulogy, it's important to know what the definition of a eulogy is. A eulogy is a speech or piece of writing that praises someone or something highly, typically someone who has just died. Does everybody have it? Huh? Did you write that down? Okay. Uh, I don't think Reverend Jasper Williams got the memo. Let's listen to some highlights from Reverend, Re Reverend Jasper Williams Jr.'s eulogy. Why is your soul, black man? As I look in your house, there are no fathers in the home no more. 70% of our households are led by our precious black women. But as proud, beautiful, and fine as our black women are, one thing a black woman cannot do a black woman cannot raise a black boy to be a man. If you choose to ask me today, do black lives matter? Black lives do not matter. Black lives will not matter. Black lives should not matter. Black lives must not matter until black people start respecting Black lives and stop killing ourselves. Black lives can never matter. He wasn't gonna say respect, or there's no <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Once again, definition of eulogy: a speech, a piece of writing that praises someone or something highly, typically someone who has just died. When you know that definition, ask yourself: what the hell was Reverend Jasper Williams Jr. just doing? Mm -hmm. Okay, I thought Madonna was bad at the VMAs, but Reverend Jasper Williams Jr. had the nerve to say a black woman cannot raise a black boy to be a man, which is disrespectful because Aretha Franklin is a single mother of four boys. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's a funeral, all right? And I keep telling you all over and over, respect, okay? A lot of you can spell it, but do you actually have it for Aretha? Okay, I don't think so, because if you did, you wouldn't use her funeral for your own personal agendas, okay? Uh, yes, we care about black lives, all right? Yes, we care about black lives. Black lives do matter, but today, the only black life that matters is the one we are here to celebrate, which is Aretha Franklin. All right, she's the one dead. All right, I'm telling you right now, if someone does that at my funeral, I want violence. All right, don't make my funeral about you and your agenda. That's not R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That's this. R-E-S-P-I-C-T. That's right, key letter I. All right, ain't no I in funeral. Unless it's you, all right, meaning you in the casket, and to do someone's eulogy and treat this situation any other way is disrespectful. Once again, when it comes to Aretha Franklin, everyone can spell respect. R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Except Al Sharpton. But how many actually show it, all right? Please let Remy Ma give Reverend Jasper Williams Jr. the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker, are you? 
dumb. Hey, Jesus Christ, man. You got one job. Just come up here and celebrate me. Goodness I've been giving y'all music for over 40 something years. A lot. Probably longer long than time, that. Long time. Like, guy, you don't got nothing to say about me. Mm. Keep all this political stuff and your personal agenda to yourself, all right? All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Now, when we come back, ask C&E. That's right. Ye is out. Usually she handles the relationship advice. So ask C&E. Charlemagne and I will hold it down. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, we're going to keep it real. I'm in an advice-giving mood, too, by the way. We're going to tell you what it is. I got something out there that God want me to tell somebody out there. I can feel it. All right. 800. I can feel it in my soul. 585-1051. As C and E is next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Yee is out, so it's all about As C and E. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Annie from Orlando. Annie, what's hey, up? Hey, I love Orlando. My aunt lives in Orlando. What's your question for C&E? All, right, all right, so I'm calling in because I've been with my boyfriend for 12 years, and we're not married. I'm really frustrated. I, I'm a professional, uh, a go-getter. I'm beautiful, and I just don't understand why I can't get him to seriously think about and consider Marriage as soon as possible. Let me let me let me handle this. Do you one. have kids? Hold on. Do you have kids? Let, 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 let me handle this one. Okay. Any kids, mom? You got kids? I have children. He does not. All right. Let okay. me handle this one. Uh, I, I've been with my wife. I was with my wife since 1998. Uh, I proposed to her in 2013. Actually, tomorrow is our fifth year oh, wedding anniversary. So you do the math from 1998 That's a long time. to 2003. All right. So, yeah. you know, it just takes us a little bit of time. Plus, you already got two kids. So, you know what I'm saying? He may not want to take on all that baggage. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but but y'all been together 12 years. So I'm clear, I'm sure he loves those kids like they're his own. So just Absolutely. give just, just give him some time, boo. Do you, and do you he, live with him? We live together. Yes. Uh, y'all live together. Right. Has he been saving? Maybe he's saving for the perfect ring and the, po the perfect wedding. Is that possible? Listen, listen, at this point, I don't even care about any of that. I really don't. Like, You want to get like married. Me. You want to get married. I, I do. I do. Saddling. I do. Saddling. I that jello starting to saddle. Don't stop it. Did that jello starting to saddle. Did y'all have the conversation yet? <laughs> We've been having the conversation for a long time. And for me, I just want to make sure that he is a solid. You know, I uh, want to make sure he's sure. I don't want to play any games. Um, like, oh, y'all been together 12 years. If he's not going to marry you by now, if he don't know by now, you ain't the one. Stop Listen, it. how old are the kids? <laughs> My oldest is 16. Have the 16 year old. No, who's the youngest? What's the youngest one? The youngest one is 12. Oh boy. Have the youngest one say, when you going to marry my mama? Sit straight oh like goodness. that. I'm telling you. Oh tell her today see? to walk up on daddy and say, when you going to marry uh, my see, mama? When see, you going to make an honest see. woman out of my uh, mama? Stop it. See? Have her stand like Cardi B is in that picture and put her hand on her hip and see. say, my mama said you ain't going to make an honest woman out of her. All right. Okay? No, I was, but you know what? For real, though, for real, I'm yes. at the point where I feel like it's either now or never. I feel like I'm at the point where I want to move on. Like oh, I want how old are you? No, I, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Let's move on from this phone call. I already I, told you what you to do. All right. I, I, see, I will day. say you just hold, hold the box from uh, hold the box from him for a little bit. Don't let him get none of that box until he starts thinking right. All right. Thanks, E. Thanks. Oh, sorry. Hello, who's this? Hello, it's a lady from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Hey, Mama, what's your question for C&E? Okay, so I've been back and forth with this guy for five years. Um, 2007, January 2017, we broke up. By May 2017... He was married. 
August 2017, I found out and I sent, sent a simple Instagram message that said, All right, baby, okay, you, you, were, you, you were the side chick. Right? You, you, were the side, you were the side chick the whole time. Hold on, wait, no, 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 no. No, no, there's nothing else to talk about. No, there's nothing else to talk about. You were the side chick, Ma. He already had a whole nother woman that he was in love with. Yeah. All right? No, he wasn't. Ma, stop it. Stop now. Don't call up here to be in denial. three months and he's married, you you were the side. Don't call up here to be in denial now. Stop it. He what? Did you hear me? Huh? 45 days later, he was separated. Oh, and he's separated. He's, his divorce is final now. That's what I like. His divorce is final um, November of, two, of this year. He just got the paperwork in. Is he back so with you? He, yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, he he said he got he filed for a divorce so, he could, so we could be together. So okay? why are you calling us? What is some fact that I need to know if if I need to accept him back? No, we're not in a relationship because I don't mar- date married men, but we have had conversation over the years. So I'm trying to figure out, do I take him back even though he did that and even though his his, his divorce would be final? Mama, so I, would I, move, take I, him back? I would move on, Mama. I mean, he, he did you dirty, <laughs> okay. Mama. This man, he, got, he, got, he, got a whole, he got married to a whole other lady. Yeah, this man dumped you to have a whole wedding and you, you, I, you, I you asked him, me, should he take him back? I him and then he got married. Nah, so I understand nah. what you're saying. Come on, stop, man. You got to be smarter than that. I will leave okay, him. Nah, leave nah. Him alone? Unless on. he gave you an STD. Now, if he gave you an STD that's uncurable, <laughs> no, then y'all did. can share that together <laughs> for the rest of y'all life. My goodness. That's not what happened? No. Ask C&E. 800 If you got some questions for us, we'll keep it real. We'll help you out if we can. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask C&E. If you need relationship advice, you can call us right now. Hello, who's this? This is Anonymous from Detroit. All right, Anonymous oh, from okay, Detroit. Okay, Anonymous. Anonymous got an STD. I can Stop feel it. it. What's your question, Miss Anonymous? You're crazy, Charlamagne. Okay, so look, I've been dating this guy for like seven or eight months, right? Uh-huh. And finally, I met his 10-year-old son. Mm-hmm. Well, his son is related to me. He's my cousin. And like, I don't feel comfortable dating him anymore, and he does not understand this. Like, his child's mother is my cousin. We don't, we don't know each other like that. But she thinks it's funny. She's like, oh, you know, we dated over 10 years ago. You know, he's just a good father, blah, blah, blah. But no, bro. So like, she had sex just, with her cousin. She feels so uncomfortable. Let me get this straight. No. You had sex with your cousin? No, his son. No. His son is her cousin. His son is her cousin. So he knocked off her cousin. So it's just a family affair. Right. Y'all, not, y'all, not re- y'all not related. That, that blood is not in you. You good money. If you like him. No, I know, but I just don't want to talk to him no more. Like, if, no, if, I want children one day. That means our kids would be cousins and sisters. What's wrong with that? If y'all already had sex, right? it's kind of too late to turn back now. All right? You already did it. You already <laughs> had sex with your cousin or your cousin's son. Well, Whatever. child's father, and it was not on purpose. And no, I just Man, don't go ahead and keep right. it in the family, did man. you like it? No, listen. My advice is not whether I should keep fucking him. My advice is how to get rid of him. Man, That's go ahead and keep it in the family. If y'all kids is born with an arm coming out of their forehead, y'all know why. <laughs> All right? Yeah. It's okay. Y'all irritated, Phil. I don't know what you want me to tell you. You already no. slept with your cousin. Yeah, you might as well stay. It's not her cousin, man. It's no. her cousin's cousin son. Cousin son. I'm you, really I am. And, and your kids going to be, too, if you keep sleeping with your cousin. Thank you, right. mama. I don't know if we helped her. Hello? Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Denisha. Good morning, Envy. Good morning, Charlemagne. Good morning, Denisha. Good morning. What's your question for CNE? My question is primarily for Charlemagne. Charlemagne, I too am from Charleston. Love your book. Can't wait for your new book to come out. Thank you. Eight four three. What's happening? <laughs> hey, Charlemagne. Um, I primarily wanted to know. I wrote a book myself. Um, I'm 22, pretty young, so I'm not really familiar with how to publish. 
is it better to self-publish or is it better to go through a publishing agency? Well, I, I have a publishing agency. I'm, I'm with Touchstone, Shaman, and Schuster, but I don't see any problem with self-publishing either. I think self-publishing is dope. I buy a lot of books from people who actually self-publish. I mean, that's you know, you got Amazon right there. You can, you know, press up as many copies as you can afford to press up and put them up on Amazon. Why don't you send a book up here? Why don't you send a book up here and let us read it and shout you out? Oh, really? I only have like the paper version. Um, I paperback version, you mean? Yeah. Oh, paperback. Sorry. Yeah, I primarily wrote it. It's done. I just don't know where to go from here. It took me about a year to write, and it's pretty much just talking about. Is it on paper, like loose leaf paper, or is it on in book form? Um, I have it in book form on my iPhone. I mean, you could try both, though. You could try to shop it to a publisher. If a publisher doesn't want it, then you put it out yourself on Amazon. Send it up here, Mama. We'll, 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 we'll read and shout it out. Hello, who's this? Why are you lying to people? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. What's your name? Anonymous. Oh, another anonymous. Another right. anonymous. What you yes. got? Herpes, That's chlamydia? Like, Stop it. What's your That's question, Mama? Everybody in my town listens to your radio stations, so I'm like, uh, let me just keep it anonymous. Well, what's your question? Good morning. How you guys doing? Um, my question is, okay, so I have two children by two different men. And twins. my youngest, <laughs> no, they're not my twins. Youngest, Project Twins. <laughs> my youngest um, father is a deadbeat. However, my oldest, his dad, you know, he saw me and he feels as though, you know, this is his son's sister. He stepped in and he plays that role in my child's life. Now, three years later, her father want to come in the picture, and she has such a great connection, and she's very attached to my son's father. I don't know if I should let him in because he's full of disappointments and mm. he he's been in the same building with her before and didn't acknowledge her in public. So why should I let you in now? I don't think you have a choice. I, I don't I don't think you have a choice. I think if, if he's a, the real daddy, does, can he come see his daughter? He lives four minutes away and she hasn't seen him in almost two years. Yeah, I would say it's never too late, man. But I mean, if he's not really making a, uh, he's not making a real effort to be in the child's life, and if he ain't got no money, why confuse the poor kid? Why is it about the money with you? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Why confuse the poor kid? But I still, he might be want to change. You always talk about people changing. She, Maybe this man wants to change. But she got a father figure yeah, in her well, life. Well, he's Yo. called. He's called. In, like every month, he calls and say, "Hey, I, I want to pick her up this weekend." And the weekend come, and I don't hear from him at all. Oh yeah, now nah, you got to box him out, changing them. So don't even, don't even like, mess with him. I'm gambling now. Is it worth setting? Him yeah. Why well, yeah. confuse that poor yeah, girl for a broke? Girl. How you know he broke? Cause he she just oh, told he us. Is. Oh. He is. He owe me like ten bands and child support. Oh, oh yeah, no, hell keep, yeah. Keep, don't no no need for that, boo. Yeah, keep that away. Keep that away from your child. Don't be confusing your child. You don't want that negative energy around your child. You know when you pray to God to take negative energy out your life, he's not swinging at spirits. He's swinging at people, things, and broke baby daddies. That's the embodiment of that negativity. All right, huh? Well, Do you realize love, that? Huh? She good got her, you, she got her a nice father figure that got his life together. Oh, she loves him. They have the best relation, and he loves. He adores her. And yeah. we're not even together. So for a man to step in and do that for her, I mean, come on. Okay. Only, only, thing, only thing your other baby daddy can do for you at this point is pay that ten grand in child support he owe you. Yeah, that's all he got to do is pay that, and we'll be a okay. He don't ever have to ask about her, see her, interact with her. Just pay up. That's all. My goodness, it's not all about the money, Charlamagne. That's your first thing. Is he broke? Not about the money, you bird. Well, that sounds like some sound advice to me. My all goodness. Right. Well, good okay. luck. As C and E, if you couldn't get through the phone lines, I see a lot of you tried. We'll no, do it again tomorrow. Don't worry about it. You ain't missed nothing. <laughs> you ain't missed nothing. <laughs> All right. Now, when we come back, Tyler Perry offers somebody a job. We'll tell you about it. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Jeffrey Owens. 
Well, of course, Jeffrey Owens from the Cosby Show. His picture was taken and it was plastered all over the place, and people were shaming him. Some people were supporting him. That's because he stopped acting and I guess was working at Traders Joe's to make some money. Well, he was on Good Morning in America and he talked about it. I mean, I was I was really devastated, yeah. but uh, the the period of devastation was so short because the responses. My wife and I started to read these responses from like literally all over the world mm-hmm. uh, of support, and and fortunately the shame part didn't last very long. I'm proud of him. I'm 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 happy that he decided to do what he had to do as a man. I mean, I can't he, even he, believe he, this is a story. He didn't go the illegal route. He went and got a job. What's wrong with that? This is only a story because of social media. You do realize that it's the people who work at. Trader Joe's or the people who work at Starbucks or the people who, you know, dr- drive public transportation. Those are the people that really make the world go around, right? Absolutely. You do realize that, right? And he talks why Trader Joe's. I've been teaching, um, acting, directing for for 30 plus years, but, you know, got to a point where, you know, it, it just it just didn't add up enough, you know, and, and you got to do what you got to do. I, I wanted a job that I could have some flexibility, try to stay in the business. Uh, I didn't advertise that I was at Trader Joe's only, but not that I was ashamed of it, but because I didn't want the entertainment community to kind of decide, well, he's doing that. He's not in, you know, he's not pursuing acting anymore. America's so obsessed with celebrity that when you see a person working a job at a grocery store, you talk down upon him just because he was once on television. That's why you see so many of these rappers don't want to get regular jobs after they done put out an album or put out a yeah, single. it's tough. Trinidad James would love to get a job at Walmart right he now. He got a job. He's doing stuff for Complex. Oh, my bad. <laughs> you a hater, man. Chingy would love to get a job at Target, but y'all sh- shame that man so much that he can't. He's a personal trainer now. All I'm simply saying is don't be afraid to go get a job. Well, Tyler, what you got to do to put food on the table. Tyler Perry said he's starting to shoot a new flick on OWN, and he would love if Jeffrey Owens came through and be a part of it. So he got a job. So whoever came into that store that day, you know what I'm saying, took a picture of him trying to shame him. Mm -hmm. And what God meant for, what, what man meant for evil, God will turn to good. Okay. Well, Latavia says, I understand Jeffrey Owens. First of all, who is Latavia? I'm about to tell you. <laughs> Latavia, you know who? You know Latavia. Who is Latavia, boy? <laughs> from Destiny's Child, man. Well, say that. What I was about Latavia? to say it. Latavia from the original Destiny's Child when it was right. four members. She says, I understand Jeffrey Owens. When I was in uh, Destiny's Child and I was removed from the group, I ended up working at a little record shop, I think, in... Uh, I guess is someplace, I, I don't know. But she says people used to come in all the time and see if it was really me. I just needed to feed my family and survive. So claps for him Drop for not giving up. For Latavia. It's all funny games for somebody walking that record store and ask for the first Destiny's Child album with you on the cover, though. Stop it. Stop it. Now, Kanye West, he apologized like crazy yesterday. Now, um, let's start off with uh, his tweet storm. He says, I'm sending good energy and love to Drake and family and crew. I haven't seen the show in person, but the images look incredible online. I understand where the confusion started. Let me start by apologizing for stepping on your release date in the first place. We are building a bond and working on music together, including squashing the issues with Cuddy at our office. When I put the dates up, I was a bit ramped up to do 25 tweets a day. TMZ happened shortly after. I have to hop on a plane now. We'll type more when I land. And then he said, plane is taxiing it for takeoff. Because we spoke about doing liftoff yourself together, I should have given you the opportunity for us to do this together before I released it. 
Since we are building as friends and brothers, I should have spoken to Pusha about the Quentin Miller bar. There should have been no songs with my involvement that had any negative energy towards you. I never listened to either diss track that followed, but I did hear quotes from both songs after they were released. So what's the problem? He says, I did not have any conversations about your child with Pusha. I don't play with the idea of people's children after I spoke to Wiz a few years earlier. I understand Pusha's issues as a man. If someone mentions your fiance, men go mask off. I've done the same myself at times. I love you. I love oh, Pusha. And we all have admiration for each other's craft. Okay, so he apologized to Drake. Cool. What what else needs to be said? People don't want that though. That's not. See, that's the thing. People want bloodshed. They want Drake to keep dissing Kanye. They want Kanye to respond to Drake. They well, want Pusha to keep going at Drake. Like nobody wants peace. Well, Drake's on a new record and he kind of threw a shot at Ye. Yeah, keeping a G. I told her don't win no 350s around me. A little, 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 little shot. Which one of the 350s? That, that's not the ones you have. I got Desert Rats and I got 700s. What's the 350s? What 350s look like? The 350s are the ones I wear all the time. I don't know what you're talking about then. Comfortable one. You don't know? I'm going to show you a picture. Hold on. I'm gonna pull Why doesn't Dre want nobody to wear 350s around him? It is the ones, you know, the comfortable ones. They got the ultra, ultra, ultra bolts oh, no, on the bottom. Like, I never liked those. No, he's all right. Yeah. I, I, I la- don't want nobody to wear those around me either. I that, understand what he means. And lastly, Eminem and Joe Button. It seems like Joe Button's podcast comes out mm-hmm. today, and he has responded to Eminem. But first, if you don't know, let's hear what Eminem said about Joe Button. Somebody tell Button before I snap, he better fasten it. Or have his body back and zip the closest thing he's had to hit to smacking pictures. Whoa. All right, well, Eminem, res- well, Joe Button responds on this podcast that actually just came out, and this is what Joe Button had to say. Newsflash M. I heard the album. And because I think you don't really know all the members that were in the group, I don't really think you know our history. Let me tell you what Joe Button has thought this entire time. I've been better than you this entire f- decade. Can't say that back then. But in my rapper brain, I'm a content you got to say something. You have not said anything for the better part of a whole decade. You have rhymed a bunch of words. Joe is right about that. From 2008 to 2018, I would say Joe Budden has a better body of work than Eminem. I would say that Joe Budden has spit better bars than Eminem over the past 10 years. Yeah. From 08 to 2018? If we're talking about from 08 to from now? From 08 to 2018. Absolutely. The last 10 years, yeah. Joe Abs- Button, he's, he's a lyrical Absolutely. beast. And you're not listening to music. You just skim through it if you think otherwise. He's been spitting. He's been rapping. Even though he still owes us $1,000 each, Joe Button has been spitting. That has nothing to do with it, but I want my $1,000. Yeah, and, and and guess what? I told y'all last week that if Joe Budden and Eminem do engage in 2018, my money would be on Joe. But I guess my money would be the money that Joe owes me. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna take that thousand dollars that gotcha. Joe owes me and, and put, put it that back on, on him. Put that on Joe. Well, he has more to say about uh, Eminem. I live for this type of <laughs> and all of that rapidity rap lyrical miracle bullshit. Any who want it like that to think they wanted with me, I don't think you would fare well. I also think it's really corny when retired <laughs> pop about the, what they would have, could have, would have done. <laughs> so, I feel like I'm in control of the rules here, M. I'm backed now. You're not so much. I don't. I still don't understand. I got to call Joe and ask him what he meant by that when he said he's back now. Eminem not so much. That is not true. <laughs> like, I don't know what he meant. Maybe Eminem, back because he got Spotify behind him. Uh, he got Revolt. Eminem, I don't know. Ben ha- Eminem has a machine behind him whenever he wants to have a machine behind him. And Eminem is selling 350,000 records uh, this week. And also, when referring to Eminem, you have to say Lyrical Miracle Whip. 
not just lyrical miracle. All right? Lyrical miracle whip right. when referring to Eminem. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right? Up next, the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in right now at DJ MV. I haven't heard Lil Duvall in a couple of days. I need to get my Lil Duvall on. Pause. So we're going to play some Lil Duvall in the mix. And your request, whatever you want to hear. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.